What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Two Game Podcast. I am Matt Primo, joined by Chris Norman. How are you today, sir? Uh, doing well, man. What's up, everybody? Dude, it's so fucking early. I want everybody to know I don't think I've ever recorded this early. It is pretty early. I. But if it makes you feel better, I've already been at work for an hour and a half. Uh, I don't know that makes me better, but it makes me feel slightly better because I know I'm not at work, which means I'm a little bit happier around this time. Touche. Touche, my friend. Well, guys, welcome to the Two Game Podcast. On the Two Game Podcast, we talk about anime, games, nerdy shit. I mean, all kinds of stuff. If you're, if it's nerdum, we talk about it on the Two Game Podcast, and uh, we do that every single week. So if you are a newcomer to the podcast, welcome. We appreciate your support. And out there to the uh, Patreon supporters, the new ones that we had uh, over the last several weeks, welcome as well. Uh, we appreciate your support. Regardless of how you uh, uh, take in the content, I appreciate you uh, giving us a listen. Okay, This is episode 77. Today we are going to be recapping the PlayStation State of Play that happened uh, last week. And then I mean, that's pretty much going to be it, guys. We're going to be talking about our playlist. Uh, we'll give you our weekly recommendation. And then we're bringing back Hard for Cards, sir. Yes, indeed. So he's got some cards that he wants to talk about. I got a couple that I want to talk about. And that'll be towards the end of the show. Uh, but before we jump into everything, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two sports at any of those tiers and you get access to our discord uh, exclusive segments and podcasts and you also get access to our recent drunken review which is a patreon exclusive uh podcast of dragon ball evolution so five dollars a month get you access to that that fuckery of a uh of a review just saying and i finally got to listen to it for unfortunately i couldn't partake but it was hilarious just FYI, I, I left my balls off the entire time. Dude, dude, the fucking actually watching the movie. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Because we because we had the chat on while watching the movie. So we're all talking just, and just bullshitting while watching it. Well, whoever was uh, in that, you all collectively owe me a Kamehameha wave. Just uh, so yeah. you know. Did, did, I, uh, did I text the, the Discord that afterwards? Because I, I woke yep. up the next morning and I was like, Bruh, you remember uh, Home Alone when the mom realizes that Kevin is gone when she's on the airplane? Yep. Yeah, I had a moment it like was that. that moment? It was that moment. I came out of my sleep and I was like, no, Kamehameha wave. She didn't okay. Kamehameha wave in your sleep. That probably would have freaked Tina out right out, huh? <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, would it? <laughs> <laughs> Ew. You're right. So, uh, patreon.com slash two games. Shout out to our twenty dollars tier supporters, Carmen Paradixio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, Michael King, Christina, Christina Lambu, Casey Pye, and uh, Ryan Sibley. We appreciate y'all supporting us at that $20 tier every single month. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this. So, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, other than that, guys, uh, patreon.com slash two game. We just hit our second uh, goal. And I'm going to be doing a Dungeons & Dragons-style audiobook series. Uh, it's going to be like a weekly series. And you basically create your own character uh, if you are a part of Patreon. So come join us and create your own character and do this exclusive podcast. But that's enough of that bullshit. 
Okay, let's jump into the nitty gritty of this episode. Let's start off with our playlist first, sir. Have you been watching anything of late? Uh, actually, yeah, a couple shows. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Dylan actually texted me two, maybe three weeks ago, and he was talking about The Last Kingdom. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. It's on Netflix. It's about Vikings. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, dude. It's uh, it's essentially the Viking version of Game of Thrones, but it does everything right that Game of Thrones fucked up toward the end. Oh. Yeah, it was good, man. It was real good. I mean, I'm, uh, I marathoned the shit out of that, probably watched all five seasons in no more than two weeks, and absolutely no complaints. It was a fantastic show from start to finish. But I was on a, you know, like a, a raid and pillage high after that, so I immediately jumped into Vikings. Yeah. Um, halfway about through the second season, and it's good. I'm liking it too, but it's not as good as The Last Kingdom. I mean, it's not fair for me to say that yet because it's five seasons versus one and a half. But I mean, I it is good. I, I'm enjoying it. I wanted to also, do a new series for for Vikings. I've never seen it. I've been super. Interested. Oh, really? <clears throat> um, yeah. I'm, and I may change my mind when I get to the end of it, but like I said, if you were only going to commit to one, I would definitely say The Last Kingdom at this point. It was fucking phenom. Awesome that, that show. show. That show is finished, correct? Yes. They're, Dylan told me they're dropping a movie at the end of the year, I believe. What? Yeah, I can't wait for that. I didn't even know it was coming, and when he said it, I was like, okay, well, don't know what it's going to be about. Don't care. I'm going to watch it. Did... Did that show just recently end? Because I feel like I've seen a lot of The Last Kingdom here recently, like over like the last like month or so. I'll be honest, I'm not sure. Huh. Uh, I'm not sure. It's five seasons, and I'm not honest when it started or when the fifth season was released, so I couldn't tell you. I have to assume it hasn't been that long if they're doing a movie, you know, because they don't want to wait like four years and then do a comeback because that usually doesn't work. Yeah. But I don't know. So Honestly, couldn't tell you. Is this a Netflix original or is this a uh, different? Yeah, it's it's just a Netflix series. Okay, that makes me feel a little better. If you'd have said no, it's like Sci Fi Channel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it's Spike TV, you know. It's yeah, C span, C span, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I'm totally going to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's Netflix original. It's, it's good. All right, all right. I'm a, I got that. Right and down, do you watch The Boys? I do. I have not started the new season yet. Okay, then I will say nothing other than catch up when you can, and the first 10 minutes of the season opener will just text me when you watch it. That's all I'm going to say. Just text me when you watch it. I, I, I'm super excited to, to watch it. I fucking love that show. It's and so the, the, good. Oh, it's so good. I, I don't know if, like, the short form of it, like, you know, what is, like, the first couple of seasons? They're, like, seven, eight episodes. They're not very many episodes, right? Yeah, eight, maybe ten tops. I think it's eight, though. I think you're right. I think it's eight. I I stand by the fact that short form series like that work the best. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, airtime in relation to a sitcom, it's an hour long episode. So, I mean, you're getting three for one every time they release one. So, I mean, yeah, it's eight episodes, but still 24 sitcom episodes worth of content. So I, I prefer it that way too, for sure. But I'm just, I'm just talking like, uh, like the, like the Arrowverse. TV shows, uh, Arrow, The Flash, all of them, where they're like 20, mm -hmm. 23 episodes. And it's like, bro, come on, man. There's just so Oh, much. yeah. It's like watching fucking Dragon Ball Z again. There's just so much filler here. Right. And those were 45 minutes, too, right? So that was just a shitload. Yes. 
And it's just like they tackle the same thing over and over and over again. Whereas these short form series that are like, like we just started watching Stranger Things again. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the first season's like seven, eight episodes, eight episodes, I think. And it's like, that's just fucking perfect. We don't need 10 plus episodes of something. Just give us, give us something to, to, you know, jerk us off for about 10 episodes and complete the story and come back for another season when you have a different story, a more compact story. Uh, I think the more cohesive, uh, compactness for, for a story like that, it, it just works so much better when you don't have to stretch it out, shout out over the course of, 12 plus episodes it's like a reverse shout out actually usually it works much better when you stretch it out but (laughs) maybe that's personal experience i don't know not that it stretches too far mind you but (laughs) personal very personal experience sir (laughs) yeah okay all right got it okay what don't you been watching oh that's pretty much it i did finish halo yeah Ooh. i'm grumpy I'm grumpy. <laughs> yeah, it, dude. The first five episodes were so good; they really were. Like it wasn't, and I was I was watching it alongside Tyler, and we were talking about it week for week for week. But it just seems like after the the mid season, what do you call it? Like the, I guess it it would. They don't call it a mid season finale, but every ten to twelve episode show has that mid season point where you're like, oh wow, that's a big one. Okay, cool. Shout out. Seems like once you, yeah, hey, oh, Master Chief, motherfucker. Once you top that hill, it just it just skated down from that, man. It really went south. I'm hoping that they pick it back up if they keep going with it, because it could be so good. But it's just it, it did not end with the ribbon and bow on it that I hoped it would. I heard now, the, the combat choreography is amazing. It's very very. You feel like honestly some some of the fight scenes you feel like that's what you would have done had you been playing the literal game. Like he literally has this one scene. I know spoilers, it's two minutes, but he's just crowd controlling. He's swapping weapons. He's throwing melees in there. And then he just mounts a freaking banshee with the same choreography that you did in the video game. It was cool as hell. Ooh. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. The combat choreography is very good, but overall storyline just went south after about the halfway point. I heard you see Master Chief's uh, Master Chief, if you catch my drift. Yeah, yeah, he takes both helmets off. You're right. <laughs> you are correct. That was, that was, that was good. That was, that was nice. Thanks. <laughs> uh, as for me, I, I've been watching a few different movies, mainly getting in back into some TV shows. Uh, I've, dude, it's been, it's been fucking years since I've actually got into some TV shows uh, on a consistent basis. Uh, I've been watching Obi Wan, which is meeting every expectation I ever oh, had. Which is yes, highest, me too. Forgot uh, about that one. Yeah, that that show. I could not have had higher expectations for a show, and it is fucking hitting every single one of the the, the boxes that I had for it. You know, checking everything. Yeah, I completely agree. I was worried going into it because I was I was I feel like I was investing way too much into the hype vibe, so I was worried I was setting myself up for failure. But you're you're right. So far, it's it's checking all the boxes. Yes, and then the new episode drops uh, tomorrow. Yes, it yeah. sure does. So I had this thing where I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch Obi Wan when I'm working on the ambulance because I don't want to start and stop it like a billion times, you know? Right. And then last week's episode, which dropped uh, last Wednesday, obviously, 
yeah i mean i powered through it i was like i'm not fucking waiting fuck that (laughs) (laughs) so guys if if you're on the fence about checking out what we want or you haven't done it yet you need to fucking go do it because it's good so good uh we also started rewatching stranger things like i mentioned a few minutes ago we i was like tina do you remember anything that happened in last season and she's like no i don't like we should probably start it over then because i don't want to watch the new season without not knowing anything about the previous seasons so we restarted yeah. things and making our way through that hopefully one day we can get to the finale or the uh the new season uh and on top of that um i think oh, oh i've been watching the witcher and i just started season two of the witcher which guys i just started i just did my review for season two the episodes one two and three bruh bruh you want to talk about a, a show that that improved dramatically from one season to the next. The Witcher is one of them. Have you seen it? The season? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, For yeah. sure. Uh, loving how much the show has improved in between seasons. Love it. And you can check out my review for that in the uh, next couple weeks. It, it's, it, I'm like one ahead of the week that it comes out, so I don't know exactly when it comes out. But you can go check that review out. And... uh. Yeah, I'm basically jerking off the entire time to The Witcher. Henry Cavill, to be specific. Well, I mean, who the fuck else? <laughs> right. Who else <laughs> do? Not Yennefer. Uh, let's see. On top of, uh, other than that, I rewatched the movie Top Gun in anticipation to watch Top Gun Maverick. I need to fucking see that movie. But I have not been able to find the time to go do it. I watched uh, The Empire Strikes Back. I'm trying to rewatch all the uh, the original trilogy, and uh, I then watch what is probably the worst movie of 2022, and that is Moonfall. Sir, I haven't seen that one. Sir, don't, don't, don't. It's pretty don't. rough. Okay, let me, let me. Have you heard of this movie at all? I, it, the, the name seems familiar, but it seems like I could be replacing it with something else from my shitty memory, to be honest with you. So I'm going to say no. I'm going to say I'm not familiar with it. So Moonfall is from the guy that did like Independence Day, 2012, those types of movies, the, the disaster movies, you know, the apocalyptic mm-hmm. disaster movies. And uh, this one looked pretty cool. It was basically from the trailers that I had looked at. The moon is falling apart. It is falling to Earth. And I'm like, that sounds utterly, utterly ridiculous. And I fucking want to watch this movie so much, you know? So, uh, my brother-in-law, his wife, not my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law fucking ran into the movie. And uh, I decided to watch it. And my God, let me, let me just explain to you the, uh, the story here, okay? Let's hear it. Spoilers for Moonfall. <laughs> watch it. Uh, you should not watch Spoiler it. Spoiler alert. Don't fucking watch it. <laughs> so you have these astronauts or not. I'm not even going to say that the moon is falling out of orbit. Okay. And they're trying to push or get the moon back into orbit, but come to find out the moon is hollow because it is actually home to our ancestors who created us it was basically the moon is falling out of orbit because of an intergalactic war between artificial intelligence species 
um, basically thousands and thousands of years ago, there was this nanotechnology artificial intelligence that was trying to destroy this other artificial intelligence, and they created the moons, and this one particular moon got away, and that's how it became Earth's moon. And now we have to go into said moon, inside it, shout out, and kill this nanotechnology that is affecting its power source to return the moon back to its orbit. Now, the moon has been falling apart this entire fucking movie, and it's just, oh, it's all better at the very end. I mean, the science checks out. I don't don't see the problem. (laughs) When I thought, I was like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is that? It's it's artificial intelligence nanotechnology. I'm like, oh, 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 nope, lost me. I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> it is that legitimate. sounds pretty poop. Legitimately hate that movie. <laughs> Legitimately <laughs> hate that movie. Was it as bad as Dragon Ball? Oh, which got me to my next point, okay? We did a drunken review for Dragon Ball Evolution uh, since we hit our first goal of Patreon. And dude... It is a shitty fucking movie, but my God, did I have such a fucking great time watching it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'm sure it was a blast. God, it's so bad. So bad. It's well, so y'all much- kept talking about where all that $30 million went. I wish I'd have been on the call because my first thought was, well, they spent $22 million on the candles where he learned how to do the Kamehameha wave because it took that fucking long. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was such a that was such a fun time. Such a fun time. Uh, I don't think I'll ever watch Dragon Ball Evolution again, but I can't tell you. that has been one of my favorite experiences recently of watching a movie. <laughs> but I don't think it was because of the movie. I think it was because I was drunk and uh, hanging out with friends. Well, next time a drunken review rolls around, I hope we mess with you and make you sit through it again, to be honest with you. What? <laughs> <laughs> you have to review Dragon Ball while listening to the Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, I draw I draw the line of some things, okay? <laughs> y'all can't fucking pull this shit on me, okay? Not fucking doing chili peppers. Fuck y'all. Uh, have you been listening to anything? Um, actually not really, man. Just pretty much podcasts. Uh you guys, I've still been listening to that uh got it memorized. I'm finally about to wrap up the Kingdom Hearts series. Mm-hmm. And getting ready for football season. Yeah. Got my Close NFL Now podcast and my Fantasy Focus that I knock out when they release them, so that's pretty much it. Hey, I do want to let you know, I want to congratulate you on something, sir, because you got a trade out of me, and I don't ever trade. You don't. You don't. Oh. I want to congratulate you for for putting that foot forward and taking <laughs> a chance on something. You know, it, it takes a big man to take a chance, and it's seven oh. years overdue, but you know what? We crossed that bridge. <laughs> So, uh, good for both of us. You know, it when it comes to fa- final, not final fantasy, when it comes to uh, fantasy football, I'm like, ah, the team I draft, I'm willing to die on this hill, okay? I'm, I'm willing to <laughs> go to the end with this team. <laughs> for better or for worse. Well, from taking Kamara from you, I might have stabbed myself in the back. I'm really hoping he plays, but that's a whole different podcast. Right. Uh, me, I've been listening to August Burns Red and Silent Planet. Been fucking listen to the fuck out of silent planet god damn they are climbing up my my rankings right now of favorite bands and uh yeah i can't get enough of them shut out as far as playing i have not played anything not anything that i can talk about 
Okay. And I'm not saying that because I'm playing some secret game. It's because, well, let me rephrase that. It's a secret to y'all, but it's not a secret, like, unreleased game yet. So that's where I'm at. What about you, sir? Okay, fair enough. Ask no questions, tell no lies, I guess. Yes. Um, I've just been playing Shin Megami Tensei, and I am balls deep in Shin Megami Tensei now. Ooh. Yes, I hit that point, and then I just never stop. And I've just pretty much been, I think I'm about halfway through the main story, but I'm 30 hours into the game because I've just been side questing and collecting and training and side questing and collecting and training, and I'm not bored with it yet, so. Have you forgotten the main story because you're side questing so much? No, 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 no. I've, well, I'll, I'll side quest for a couple of hours, and then I'll progress like one thing to remember what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing, and then I'll just go right back to uh, side questing and whatnot. It's like playing The Witcher, man. I don't even know what the fucking story is anymore. I don't think The Witcher actually had a story. I, th- I think they gave us one just so <laughs> we could say we beat the game, but The, the Witcher was made to be side-quested. I mean... It was. <laughs> I, I want to play Shimagante Tensei so bad, but I, it's probably going to be like later towards the end of the year before I get a chance to tackle that. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 is coming out next month, yeah. and then we have... Yeah, it is. And then we have Pokemon coming out in November. Uh, it's it's going to be tight, sir. Shout out. Yeah, that's why I'm trying to... Uh, I, I, I want to do what I want to do with it before, uh, obviously, Xenoblade comes out. Because I know when Zeno comes out, that's what I'm going to do. And if I don't beat Shin Megami as much as I like it, I'm not going to pick it back up six months later. So I'm trying to, trying to wrap that shit up in a hurry. But um, when I finish it, I'll just give it to you and you can play it whenever you want it. I mean, it's a great game, but it's not something I'm going to... St- finish and then immediately start over either you know so it's it's a great one-time experience yeah and it, it may have awesome replay value i don't know but i'm gonna be on the clock with zeno 3 so i'm probably never gonna find that out that's true who simply chronicles 3 man it, it, it's it's like right there man it's like we're right fucking there to be there. on the cusp the cusp <laughs> so excited to play that and you know there's just so many games uh, i haven't even played yet uh, triangle strategy which i've really been fucking wanting to play yep me too uh, that no. uh, defend the rook game that you you had mentioned. I want to fucking play that too. Oh, you know, I did try that just for very, uh, very, very brief. But it seems cool. I mean, it, it's pretty much what we thought. It seems like um. Oh God, now I'm blanking. The the roguelike card game, the, uh, Slay the Spire. It's like Slay the Spire, but with chess, which is kind of exactly what we thought. So mm-hmm. it's it's going to be a lot of fun when I get around to actually investing time into it. Ooh, sir, you might not you might not have any time soon. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, that that's makes why me I, sad. So I bought it when it was on sale. Not me. That makes me fucking happy. I'm, I'm glad to forfeit anything else for Zeno Three. What? Yeah, I mean, you got you got those couple games. I'm trying to think. The uh, well, there was a there's a game. Oh, uh, GoldenEye is being rumored to to be announced this week by either Xbox or Nintendo. Uh, sir, I'm going to you, buy the fuck out of that. Are you Are you fucking with me right now? I'm not fucking with you. They have uh the the achievement list for Xbox for Goldeneye has released. Oh, uh, or not snap. released it is leaked. Excuse me, leaked. What? Oh, that's cool. I'm I'm worried though. We had this conversation one time. I'm worried that I've built that game up for 25 years now, and it's gonna suck. I mean, it's gonna look like dick. <laughs> Well, yeah, that I accept. But oh, 
I'm going to play the shit out of it, though. Yeah, me too. I, I hope it's not something that's just fake, but, I mean, all the news outlets are, are, are reporting on the, uh, the leaked achievement list. And they don't know if Xbox is going to announce it or if it's going to be Nintendo that announces it or, or what the case is. But apparently it's on the horizon. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm going to play it, but I'm going to go into it knowing that it might let me down just because of the 25-year buildup. But I'm going to play the shit out of it. God, dude, that game is so fucking fun. And we're, of course, we're I say gonna, that. We're going go to play like multiplayer on it, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, 100%. Right, we're going to have to get the fucking Discord together. Hey, guys, you fucking go buy this game like now because I need to play it. If you find that golden pistol, motherfucker, before I do. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are odd job, I will skull fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be 11 again. What fun. <laughs> so jumping forward and let's talk about the PlayStation state of play that happened uh, last week. I don't know the date. It doesn't really fucking matter. Uh, but I know you are not necessarily a, a Sony pony, sir. But there are some great games that got announced. Oh, yeah. No, no, there was. There was. And again, I'm generally the Nintendo guy, but that doesn't mean I don't drastically or dramatically want a PlayStation 5. But there's a couple on here that might just might just push me over the top and make me make me splurge. Shout out to that. (laughs) (laughs) So typically when we do uh, like these little showcase recaps, uh we'll just bounce back and forth i'll talk about one that i i'm really interested in and then chris will talk about one that he's interested in i have three six seven and all right let me rephrase that i have like six and then like one i just want to mention like briefly and i'm I'm sure we have the exact same games probably (coughs) yeah probably probably uh, i don't know We, we may actually we might vary on a couple of these actually all right because I've got I've got nine or ten that are worth mentioning, which oh, is wow. odd because there was only like what twelve, maybe thirteen. Yes. But that's not to say I'm super excited about all ten of them. But there were interesting aspects for several of them for me. That's all. All right. So do you want to get the heavy hitters out the way, or do you want to just talk about some of uh, the lesser known, save the save the goods for the for the end? Uh, I think we both know what's going dead last, right? Yes. All right. We'll save him. And then, yeah, we can. I, other than that one, I guess no particular order. Whichever, whichever one calls you to it, buddy. I'll let you go first, sir. You pick. Okay. Um, I'm just going to get one out of the way that I'm not super excited about, but I want to mention just the way it's evolved. So, Street Fighter 6. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm not super big on pvp fighting games i did used to love the mortal kombat series and as a kid i really liked the street fighter series but this one is apparently adding a city-based story mode which isn't uncommon for new generation pvp fights but even so that's kind of interesting to me but it looks kind of cheesy and corny even for street fighter because the character design looks atrocious you think I do, man. They made everybody look huge. Like, Ryu is supposed to be, like, this normal height, like, ninja body-style dude, and he looks like he fucking ate Hihashi from Tekken, and Chun-Li all of a sudden went from 
a 5'2 Japanese chick to 6'5 with thighs that don't tell no lies. Like, I just don't. She does have some thick thighs. It's, it's, it's disproportionate, really. Like, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm an old fan of the series because I loved them when I was younger, but it just kind of saddens me to see that that's the direction they're taking with it now. Yeah, so I'm looking at some of the pictures of like the trailer and whatnot because I, I didn't rewatch the trailer for this uh for the research for this episode uh-huh. because I'm not interested in in fighting games. Like I I I think the last game that I played was uh, DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat. Is that the name of it? Oh, that's a shitty one to end on too. That's no no wonder you don't play them anymore. Well, I mean, that was the first one I played in in years. Uh, I was just interested mm. in Superman fighting fucking Sub Zero or some shit, you know. Fair enough. So played that, and I I just look. I, I'm just not good at fucking doing combos and shit. So it's it's just not for me, honestly. Uh, I'm a shitty gamer, so it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I like the a shitty gamer with a gaming podcast. Oh, <laughs> 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 I like a CFA. Hey, touche. Uh, the only thing I'm somewhat decent at is uh, is is Souls games. the The fighting genre is, like I said, it's just not for me. I like the aesthetic of them. I mean, I like how how gory and brutal Mortal Kombat can be, and I like the movies and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Street Fighter. I mean, I like the aesthetic and and everything. Like that doesn't turn me off. It's the actual just. One versus one fighting. I mean, I have uh, what is that last Dragon Ball game that came out? Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters on my Switch. I bought it for on sale for like fifteen bucks, and I still haven't even played that. And I bought it. Oh. I bought it like two years ago. I have not played it at all. I'll be honest. I didn't even know that was on the Switch. Yes, and uh, I mean, it looks it looks fucking great on the Switch. Mm. But, Interesting. Okay. You know, I thought I had an itch for a fighting game, and apparently I never had to scratch said itch. <laughs> Just put some cream on it and waited 48 hours. It's fine. <laughs> put some cream on it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm kind uh, of the same, but you're, you're probably a little bit higher on, on fighting games than I am. But No, 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 no. That's why I said that one first to get it out of the way, just to mention what I didn't like about it. I mean, outside of Mortal Kombat, I never really played any of them into my teens. I did like some Mortal Kombat, though. That shit was fun. I, I did play Xenoverse, uh, a couple of those games, uh, when I was younger. I did play those because it was Dragon Ball Z. So, yeah. And those were cool. The flying around in an open world and just beating the shit out of whoever you wanted to. I was there for that. That was pretty right. sweet. Right. All right. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with a uh, with an update. Okay? This is not a, a brand new game. This is just an update to a current game that's already out. And that is the new update for Horizon Forbidden West. It is out right now, so you can go check this out. Uh, it adds a performance mode. It adds transmog, which I had to look that fucking shit up because I didn't know what the fuck that is. And apparently you can change your outfits without changing the stats. So if you were in, like, let's, huh. say, like, let's say you're going into, like, a fire dungeon. That's not, there's no dungeons in fucking, quote-unquote, dungeons, but... Uh, let's say you needed like fire boost for your defense, uh, but you liked the way the water outfit looked. You can just make it look like the water outfit with your fire defense. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, ultimately, but uh, I mean, I guess I guess it can be cool, honestly, because I mean, like when I use uh, armor in uh, Dark Souls, Elden Ring, or whatnot, 
and I have to put on the big beefy boy armor. I'm like, this fucking looks ugly. I really don't want this armor. So I guess it. I guess I do fall on the side of yeah. That's probably a good. That's probably a good little addition to the game. But they also uh have they're adding a respec to it as well. You can reset all your skill points, which I don't know why they didn't have that to begin with. Uh, they added an ultra hard shout out difficulty, and uh, new game ultra stuff. hard, ultra hard, sir. Ultra. Okay, so from six to midnight, just like that, huh? This is fucking diamond status difficulty. <laughs> Uh, and they added a new game plus along with new game plus trophies. I I don't I don't like that. I I am very against adding trophies that makes you have to play the game multiple times. I think if you've you, already hundred percented it, that's very cheap. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a low I, blow. I, I shout out. I don't <laughs> like that. Dark Souls. Or let's let's talk about this. Elden Ring recently, I finished it. I am one trophy away from getting my platinum. Traditionally, from software games, they will add in, you have to get like three different endings to get three different trophies. And that kind of aggravates me because of people like, I don't know, you and me, who don't have a whole lot of time to play video games to begin with. And now they're expecting us to do three playthroughs. Technically, you need to do three playthroughs to get those three trophies okay that's what they intended you to do and i don't like that Uh, yeah that's kind of bullshit now you can finagle your way around that i mean i basically just saved my game and then just reloaded it three times right before the end and got all three endings in the span of 10 minutes but it's a lot of bullshit to have to go through all that i shouldn't have to do that so to me the trophy should be you should be able to get it all on one playthrough now can they all be varying difficulty on how to get each trophy? Yes. You know, one is uh, you have to do some special stuff to, to get a weapon or whatnot, then, then yeah, that's fine. But these New Game Plus trophies, that's, that's such bullshit. Yeah, that would really piss me off. I'm not one to typically 100% anything, but in the few instances that I have, I'd be really, really mad if six months later it got taken away from me. Well, what about you, sir? What's another game? Mm. All right. Um, this one really intrigued me. Well, actually, wait. Before we move on from Horizon, I know you mentioned the... Um, I just wanted to ask you one thing about Call of the Mountain, the actual game announcement. Is that just a DLC, or is that going to be like a standalone VR separate purchase kind of thing? That is a completely different thing from Horizon Zero Dawn and Forbidden West. That follows a, from what I understand, it follows a completely different character uh, of, a, of a different tribe and whatnot. And that is specifically for VR. That is not for PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, whatever. Uh, so okay. it's kind of like, it's like a, uh, a little spinoff game. All right. I, t- I was kind of confused. And obviously the, the character sounded like he had a male voice, but he was also invisible. Like all you could see were his hands in the bow for whatever reason. So I was very yeah. confused. The world looked very captivating. I'm sure it will be in VR, but it looked like pretty much Pandora. I mean, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, so I had come in, shout out, on like <laughs> the end of that that uh, that trailer when I started watching the State of Play originally. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, are they they're making a side story only for VR? That is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> like, I thought it was yeah. going to follow up. Uh, Aloy and whatnot, but no, it's it's apparently it's with a different character and it's it's 
It's a brand new little side game. It's kind of like Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Okay, I got you. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, all right. So actually, I want to talk about season. Season looked pretty cool to me. Oh, so fucking look at that one. Uh, you, it was toward talk. the end. You can talk. I'll I'll, uh, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, so it's essentially, it looks like it's going to be very, very heavy, like a, just kind of like a cinematic walkthrough kind of thing, but from what I could tell from the preview, you're like a journalist who's traveling around recording pre-post-apocalyptic life. Like you, th- I think that the character has some type of intuition that something devastating is coming and it's going to change the world forever. So she is trying to document everything she can about the world as it is now. Um, it looks like you get to see all kinds of different terrains that look pretty accurate to different places of the world. Uh, one question I have, I'm not sure if it's going to be like a detective style gameplay where you're actually trying to figure out what's coming or potentially try to stop it. Or if there's just nothing you can do and you're trying to document as much as you can, I don't know what the end goal of the game's going to be, but it just looked like a very chill, cinematic, aesthetically pleasing walkthrough that really caught my eye. I mean, obviously, on PlayStation 5 graphics, it looked fucking sweet. It looked like the mountains in Switzerland, like the literal mountains in Switzerland. So it was just, it looked pretty cool to me. Looking at some pictures of it, and the uh, the art design is really, really nice. I like that. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't tell anything from the preview about what the gameplay is going to be like, but it just, it caught my eye from that alone, so. Fair enough. Uh, I I didn't look into that trailer that much. I think... I think I saw it during the actual state of play and like you, I, I didn't see enough there to kind of kind of mm-hmm. grab my attention as far as like gameplay and whatnot. Uh, but the art design and the way it looks, looks great. Uh, one other thing, or not one other thing, uh, one other game that I want to just get out the way because it mentioned like two seconds of it. And that is tunic is coming to uh, PlayStation September 27th of uh, this year. It is already on Xbox. I think it's on Game Pass as well that you can go check it out. That is the uh, Legend of Zelda inspired game where you play as a uh, as a fox. And I've been wanting to play that game so bad. I'm I'm kind of waiting for it to go on Switch before I buy it or check it out. So that's, that's the one note I have. Should be on Switch. It, it looks like the perfect look. Any kind of dungeon crawler like mm-hmm. like like a Zelda or a platform. that's why you have a Switch. Those games should automatically be on Switch. If you have I a agree. platformer or a, a dungeon crawler, has to be on Switch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Give me your next one, sir. All right. Uh, oh, the Callisto Protocol. That one looked cool as hell. Bruh. That looked pretty freaking sweet. So Space Horror, honestly, it looks like the perfect like tube-processed baby of iso- alien isolation meets dead space but possibly more gory and it looks scary as hell and i don't know just the whole preview from start to finish looked like there's like some mind trippiness from the evil within kind of mixed in with it i'd say like 40 40 20 and i don't know man it just looked cool as shit i again they were pretty short trailers so i couldn't get that much from it but it looked terrifying and that would be one that I would, if I bought a PlayStation Five, I would have that one day one. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something, sir. This mm-hmm. is probably outside of Xenoblade Chronicles Three, 
my most anticipated game for the rest of the year. Okay, sweet. All right. Yeah, I, I see am, that. I am looking. I'm so looking forward to this game because, like you said, it looks like Dead Space. I mean, I never played Dead Space, but I kind of know the gist of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your description of Alien Isolation, 100% spot on. I got those vibes as well. Uh, looks like there's like a little bit of like Resident Evil thrown in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, just any type of horror game, it looks like it's borrowing kind of from all those elements. But yeah, it looks gory, scary as hell. The graphics look fucking insane. Like you are seeing yeah. like beads of sweat, you know, roll down this dude's face, and it just looks it looks incredible, honestly. And if it's not scary as shit, it's gonna be the biggest disappointment ever. I agree. I agree. I, I want to piss my pants. I mean, that's. I almost did from the freaking trailer, though, so I don't see how it can't be. I want to be laying in bed at night and <laughs> contemplating not playing a game because it's so fucking scary. That's what I fucking want. <laughs> Primo said, I want my kids to be scared from me playing it. <laughs> <laughs> but that game comes out December 2nd. And uh, god damn, dude. It, I hope it doesn't get delayed because I want to fucking play it now. Right? Yeah, that one, that one looked awesome. But yeah, that's that's probably my most anticipated game outside of Xenoblade. Oh well, I hope we didn't miss common. That's the one we were agreeing to say for last because we must have must have got a wire crossed. That's my bad. No, I, I think I know what game you're talking about, and that's like the the biggest game. In yeah, the all right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it, but it's not for another year. So I, I'm not like too hyped for it yet. Fair enough. Uh, the one I want to talk about, and I. I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm probably not going to check it out, but I'm fucking intrigued, okay? So if it went on sale for like 10 bucks or something like that, I might fucking check this shit out. And that oh, is, I, know where, I know where you're going. Eternites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> guys, I'm not into fucking dating sims and whatnot, but they're throwing some fucking uh, like, like dungeon crawling in there. And it's it looks like a fucking anime. It looks just like an anime, yeah. It looks like just anime trash, and I'm fucking 100% for it. Uh, All the way, it, man. Like I said, if this shit gets on sale, I'm, I'm going to fucking check it out. But do you know what, though? I really didn't get Dating Sim from the trailer until they said Dating Sim. Like, they really didn't give you anything that would lead you to believe it's anything other than just like an an- action anime RPG-ish kind of game. So... I don't know. It could go one of two ways. If the dating sim aspect is like 50% of the game, it's probably going to be sweaty ball sacks. But if it's just like a 10 to 15% background thing that you can do, kind of like in Fire Emblem, where you can have the freedom to kind of court and get close to whoever you want to, then I, I, that's, that's cool. I, I'm cool with that. Yep. So there was one thing that I noticed in the trailer that was dating, and it was basically you had an option to hold the other person's hand. That was the only thing that I noticed as a, as far as a, mm. as a dating sim. And I think I, there were some things that they had said throughout the trailer just from the character's perspective uh, that had kind of put you towards it being a dating sim. But other than that, it was it was very like in the background type thing. Interesting. Okay. I might just breeze right past that. So if it's more heavy dating sim than I initially thought, I'm probably not going to like it. But I'm with you. If I saw it for 10 bucks, I'd give it a shot. Yes. Uh, basically, you play as five. Uh, you have five quirky and lovable characters, and you explore their backstories when you aren't in dungeons. And there's like this ever ticking clock that will fade that will force you to uh, make choices and prioritize 
loot versus love. Dude, I don't know, man. That's that that's it's that last line. Prioritize yeah. love. I'm like, ooh, that ugh, oh man, I don't know, man. Get so on. I'm just I'm trying to figure out how those two correlate. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. So I can fall for this chick or I can steal all of her shit. Hmm. <laughs> You're in this dungeon and it's like there's there's loot drunk. Hey, but don't you want to come watch the sunrise with me? Fuck no, I want this fucking gun, bitch. <laughs> no, bitch, you got a bow. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Give me that power up. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, power me up. Uh, it might be so stupid that it's good, or it may just be good. I really don't know. Yeah, like I said, I, I'm typically not into dating sims or even into the, like the anime-type video games just because they tend to be not as well like developed the anime games uh-huh. so I'm, I, it's usually a huge turnoff but i don't know man it's that it's that combination of i can go kill some people and kill monsters and shit and then also do the little dating sim that sounds fucking interesting it reminds me of fire emblem honestly yeah kind of that's what i'm that's what i'm saying it just depends on how what percentage that dating sim aspect is weighted in the game like hmm. i don't know could be could be good, could be a complete shit show. Who knows? But that is coming out early uh twenty twenty three. What's your next game, sir? Um kind of one like that. Just I'm intrigued by it, and if it was not full price, I'd probably buy it to see. But I kinda like Stray. I thought Stray was pretty cool because it's a puzzle navigation game where you're essentially controlling a well, you're a cat, but I'm not sure if you're like a um Oh God! What's the word? Like a a human turned into a cat? No, no, no! Like a what, what he's doing is it like a is he carrying messages? What's the word for that? I'm blanking. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, right. I, like like Hedwig. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, anyway, you're a cat and you got something strapped to your back and you seem to be trying to get it from point A to point B and then to point C and then to point D. A courier. Yes, a courier cat. Thank you, Chris. Finally, your brain worked. <laughs> but I don't know. The world looked really sweet. The graphics were awesome because you, for to be such what you could tell was a smaller development team, the graphics looked amazing. And I don't know. It just seemed like something that I would play for like an hour and not realize I've been playing it for an hour and still not do a whole lot on it, you know? Mm-hmm. And the older I get, the more I'm into those games. Yeah. Yeah. Just- I, I want a game that I just get lost in, you know, like I don't have to mm-hmm. think, I don't really have to think about, Oh, I gotta go do this, this and this, or uh, like Elden Ring. As much as I love that game, dude, you gotta fucking think a lot. <laughs> right. Game, as much as I love it, you gotta think a lot. And I, I, don't, I don't ever get lost in it. I mean, I could spend hours in that game and I'm having the greatest time with it. But like Breath of the Wild, that is a game that I get lost in. Right. Right. Cause I'll just, walk aimlessly and just do stupid shit the entire time you know I can go and kill. I, I, i'm with you i don't hate those games I, I still love those games the problem is i just it takes if i'm playing a game like that i want to be able to sit down for three to four hours at a time and play it and unfortunately i just don't have that luxury at the moment at, at this current walk of life so yeah i don't know games like this where you you can play for 10 minutes or you can play for an hour and a half 
that's kind of what I kind of flock to. Yeah, I, I used to do that with uh, with Dead Cells. Hey, I'm just gonna play like little one little run before bed, and play one little run and turn it off, and I'm good. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I wasn't super interested in in Stray when it because it got announced a while back. Uh, I want to say it was like last year or something like that, uh, and I was like, eh, I hate, I fucking hate cats, so I don't want to play a game where I'm a cat. <laughs> if we're being completely honest, cats are the bane of my existence. DLC, you're a dog. That's, that's gonna be the <laughs> right. <laughs> Pay fifteen dollars and you can be a Siberian Husky instead of a pussy cat. That's that's gonna be the uh, overarching villain. It's gonna be the dog. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. You remember that show, Cat Dog? I do. I. <laughs> do I? I fucking watched the fuck out of that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was such a good show. Nickelodeon. It really was. Nickelodeon made some of the fucking best. Nickelodeon oh, dude, and Nick- Cartoon Network. Yeah, on Saturday mornings. Oh, my God. I used to get so mad as like a 10-year-old deciding because all the good shows were stacked on top of each other because obviously they were competing. And I'll get so mad because I wanted to watch Cat Dog, but also wanted to watch Dexter's Lab. So, fuck them. I feel you, man. It's like, ah, I want to watch this. Oh, but I mean, now that it's here, I kind of want to watch this too. Yeah. I really want to watch this show. So you should play a This is 1997, man. We didn't have TiVo. All right. Yeah. We couldn't fucking go back. You know, kids have it so nice nowadays. Like, my and they'll never fucking, even know. Like, they, I have, and we have all the streaming services. And Luke watched like Blippi and Power Rangers. And he can just, anytime he wants, I'm going to go watch this. I'm going to go watch this at mm-hmm. any point. He doesn't have to wait until three o'clock in the afternoon to to watch the new episode or to watch a rerun of an episode just so you can catch a little glimpse of it. Yeah. You didn't have to wait a week pretending to listen in school to figure out how Arnold and Helga were going to settle their dispute next Saturday. I mean, it's just. (laughs) God, fucking technology these days. (laughs) The next game that I want to talk about, sir. And I'm going to be completely honest. It's, it's right there with Eternites. Uh, I may not buy it unless it's like super cheap, but it looks interesting as hell. And that is Roller Drome. Comes out um, later this year. Did you see this one? Yeah, I'm just going to let you take this one. I don't have good thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I, I'm definitely interested in your thoughts if you didn't like it. No, no uh, you like go I, first. Like I said, this is going to be a game that has to be insanely cheap for me to buy just because... When you look at the graphics and the art design, that is not something that I typically go for. What is that that recent game? Was it called Super Hot that came out? Is that the name of it? it I'm it's actually similar, not, not familiar with that. It's similar art design. I want to say it's called Super Hot, but it's basically you're uh, you're shooting people and same art design and whatnot. Um, I, I just don't normally like that. In a game, the, the the art design of what this game looks like. But, it's like Borderlands, but cheaper. Yes, yes, yes. That that's actually a pretty good description of it. <laughs> Borderlands. <laughs> so this is a blood sport, a new blood sport called Rollerdrome, where you skate and shoot, skater shooter, uh, and you use your skate and shooting skills to beat the competition. You're constantly moving and taking advantage of every ramp. Uh, seems to be the key to victory there. So basically, you're doing Tony Pro Hawk Skater and uh, or Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I said that fucking wrong. My bad. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Still super. Close early, enough. <laughs> you know what I fucking meant. 
Yeah, I was there. I got you. But it looks like that plus a shooter combined. And I'm like, that's interesting. But so two things about it. Um, One, like I said, it has to be insanely cheap, mainly because I feel like this would be a game that I'd play for like an hour, if that, and then be like, yeah, I think I'm good. Like I, I don't see how it's going to keep me coming back. Shout out with uh, the art design and whatnot. Because look, I, I know I'm mentioning this as a, a, a game that I'm interested in. There are lots of things about this I don't like. <laughs> but the, the, the one thing that kind of clues me in and makes me want to uh, makes me want to play it is that that skating and shooting aspect of it. it it's, it it's interesting. So if it was like five, ten bucks, I, I might check it out. What about you? Okay. Did you what what, what, what what turned you off there? Do you remember that movie from like two thousand called Rollerball? Yes, the one with wasn't uh, LL Cool J in that movie? I think LL Cool J was, and the guy that was Oz in all the American Pie movies. Okay, yeah, yeah. This game reminded me of that with a shitty pistol, <laughs> and that was not a good movie, right? <laughs> No, it was not. <laughs> yeah, it was not. And uh, I don't know. I, I applaud the creativity and the fact that it seems to be something completely new. And the concept, I guess, could be fun, like you said, for about an hour. But I don't think I would pay $5 for it because I would know before I bought it, this is only going to last me like an hour. And then I'm going to be over it. Like maybe if it came on like Game Pass or this new uh, Sony Game Pass, whatever the fuck it's gonna be called, uh, Essentials. I, I don't even know what it's called anymore. Uh, yeah. If it came on that, and like I'm already paying a subscription and I can just check it out for for an hour without paying anything extra, I think that might be the best best thing. For I don't it. know, man. Then you got to consider what it's gonna cost you to eat up memory space. Like, mm, I- <laughs> this is true. Like, oh, do I, I? I really don't want Ooh. to. I don't really want to delete this game that I haven't played in like five years. Yeah, this is six megabytes, man. I don't know if... uh... I can't handle it. (laughs) No, it didn't look that bad. It just didn't do anything for me, to be completely honest with you. But I don't know. It looked way too simplistic, and the art design was... It it bothered me far more than it should have. I thought it looked worse than any Switch game I've ever played. And had I been watching a Nintendo Direct, I'd have been like, okay, they're just throwing some shit in there to throw some shit in there. But it was on a PlayStation Plus, and I've seen what graphics should look like on the PlayStation 5, and I don't know. I was almost I was almost irritated watching it. <laughs> like, why are you... What? This looks like shit. Don't fucking... Don't show this to me. So why did you put this in the showcase? Like, no. <laughs> uh, what, what, what other games you got, sir? Um, are we I'm, going over the v, the VR ones at no, all? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm not interested in VR, so I, I didn't write any of those down. Okay, then. Well, I think we've uh, we've narrowed it down to the big dog. Yeah, I, I have two games left. All and right. Well, the, yeah, those are the big ones. You, Shout out. You you go first then. Uh, let's let's talk about the one that is uh not as big as they say. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake, and I say not as big, but like a lot of people are wanting that fucking game, so. I'm gonna have people come at me. Oh, I fucking love Resident Evil. That's that's bigger than the other game. God, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I don't think it's bigger than the other game, but I'm I'm with them that it is big. Because have you ever played Resident Evil Four? Uh, I played a little bit of it. I played it on the Switch, and it fucking turned me off so bad. Like the uh, I bet it was. I bet it was dog shit on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, the controls suck on the Switch. So that, that I could see that. So that was probably my only time I've ever played Resident Evil Four. I I really like that they're remaking some of these older games that I never played before. Because, I mean, two and three, never played those. And I fucking love both those games. Yeah, no, I, I think you'll 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 probably love four too. It's um there's only one Resident Evil I absolutely disliked, and it was six, because they tried to change the entire gameplay of it up and it didn't work. It was god awful and trash. Mm-hmm. But uh four was four's probably my favorite, honestly. Now I've never played I never played Village. But four is probably my favorite, and then five and seven were probably tied right behind them. So, but a com- a complete remake and remodel of four, I can't wait for that shit. That's gonna look cool. Yeah, so it comes out I bet uh, it would be terrifying in VR too. It probably would. I mean that's that was like the whole thing with uh with Biohazard. That's what made it so much better was that first person perspective. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if you're doing that in VR... Um, right. Bruh, that's going to be bad. But this game comes out March 24th of next year. Uh, you're going to have a reimagined storyline of the game while keeping the essence of its direction, modernizing the graphics, and updating the controls to a modern standard. Uh, not a whole lot was revealed as far as gameplay was going, but if if the... I guess what I'm, If the graphics of the trailer... And like if that was an engine and whatnot of what the game is gonna look like, it's gonna look good. Yeah. Oh, it, 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 the trailer was essentially a movie. Yes. Yes. I I did see like that opening little section where he goes into that first little hut, and I was like, "Ooh, that looks hot." Yeah. And horrific, but amazing. All at the same time. Yep. So the next biggest game, and probably the biggest game, it was saved for last. That is Final Fantasy 16. And unfortunately, it's not coming out till next summer. Fucking bullshit. I would not be surprised if that game got delayed again. Oh, yeah, probably will. But from what I from what I read, the game is done. Completely. Like, you can play it from beginning to end. But they're going to use the next year and a half to tweak like bugs and uh, graphics and whatnot to make it more polished. Oh. If, that, oh. if that's the case, if that if that's true, then 100% they're going to make the, the the summer 2023 deadline. And it's going to look fucking incredible if they're going to use a year to fix all that shit. Now, was that an announcement or was that leaked information? Uh, I think that's in the IGN stuff. Okay, well, if that's if that's information that they willingly released, then there's no way they can put it back now. I mean, you can't tell somebody a game is already pretty much finished and then put it off after a year. So, I mean, if they if they release that information, then I think we're guaranteed for next summer. So this is on IGN's uh, recap of the state of play. Um, it is also revealed that Final Fantasy 16 will be released on PS5 in summer 2023. The game can currently be played from start to finish, and the team is using all this time to polish the game the best they can. Hmm. All so, right. So yeah, I mean, I, I had completely forgot about that when I when I said that I wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed. 
But uh, if, if they're using a year to, to polish the game, dude, that game's going to look so fucking good. Because it looks great just in the trailer. And Cyberpunk changed the world. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we're going to hold back on this. Listen, guys, it's done, but uh, we don't want to Cyberpunk you again, so just give us a minute. All right, we got to collect our shit. We just got to make sure Ifrit looks like Ifrit, and <laughs> we'll uh, we'll drop it when it's ready. It looks like you might be able to battle uh eons in 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 this game huh yeah just from the trailer which oh my god if you haven't seen that trailer please go watch it it was instant erection i mean just i saw his erection from here yeah you probably felt it i mean (laughs) well (laughs) you're gonna make me blush (laughs) (laughs) but yeah oh my god that trailer was phenomenal and i don't I'm not sure what aspect they're going to take with the Aeons. I don't know if they're going to actually be Aeons or summons or if they're honestly, a couple of them look like straight up enemies. So I don't know literally anything about the world that it's set in. I did see some familiar faces, the Aeons themselves. I was able to point out Valifor, Ifrit, Bahamut, and Shiva. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Shiva's a staple. I mean, most of them, a lot of them come in and out, but Shiva's pretty much in every single game in one way or the other but she looked fucking dope in this one yes and uh i love the medieval setting that they got going on there and did you notice that one of the commanders looked a lot like bosch von rosenberg no i did not i have to go rewatch yeah there it's not it's not typical final fantasy stuff to float characters game to game with the exception of Sid because Sid's in all of them but one of the dudes the character model was if I mean if it wasn't Bosch they did nothing to change the way he looked so I'm curious about that wouldn't it be funny they just changed his name to like just slightly like his name is like Kosh in the Josh <laughs> Josh <laughs> <laughs> and you're like no that's Bosch hey <laughs> though <laughs> This is Rosh von, von Bosenberg. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, guys, uh, I'm super excited for for all those games. Final Fantasy 16, like I said, that is probably the the game I got most hyped for during this this uh, showcase, along with the Callisto Protocol. But Callisto Protocol comes out significantly earlier than that game, so that that is the one that really caught my eye the most. Probably was the Callisto Protocol. Yeah, it looked pretty freaking sweet. In terms of just which ones are getting released first. But Final Fantasy 16, mm, I am so fucking ready. My body is ready. I know. Oh, that's going to be, if I don't have one by then, for whatever reason, that's I'm, I'm buying one for that. And guys, now moving on to our last segment before we get into our weekly recommendation. It's time to get hard for cards. Diamond status. Mm-hmm. So uh, what's a card that you have for us, sir? Uh, how how many you want to do, man? I got three. Uh, let's do two. Two. All right, then I'm going to do this one. And this one. All right. Um, I have two magic cards. Um, I know you're vaguely familiar with magic, so I'll try to keep this as brief as possible. There's essentially, there's multiple ways to win in Magic the Gathering, but you either want to deplete the health of the other person, with face damage or another way is by milling the person's draw pile completely out and 
them having no cards left in their library to draw from. That also is an instant insta kill, if you will. And one of my favorite decks when I used to play a lot was that. It was a mill deck. Um, it was just fun. There was no way you could play it competitively because mill decks are going to beat certain decks 90% of the time and they're going to lose to certain decks 100% of the time. But it is so much fun when you have one that works because people get so pissed. It is like kicking somebody when they're down to lose to a mill deck, but there's certain decks that just aren't going to beat them. So I just had a lot of fun with it. But to my point, the first card I'm going to talk about is called Hedron Crab. Um, it's a turn one drop. So if you go first and you land it turn one, it's at least undeniable for one turn because you have to deal with it. So they either have to spend their turn one or turn two with a kill spell to get it out of the way or figure out some way to work around it because how it works is it only costs one. It's a zero two, which means it doesn't have any attack power and it's got two life points. And how it works is whenever a new land enters the battle under your control, target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into his or her graveyard. So if they can't do anything about it on your next turn, it's an automatic mill three on turn two. Mm -hmm. With a 60 card deck that you draw 70 out of every single turn, you're going to be milling cards. So the sooner you can get started, the faster it works. So it's, it, it can be devastating if you can't deal with it because every time you put a new land in, it's just three cards every single turn. So it has to be dealt with. Uh, it has a sister card called Ruin Crab that I actually ran one of two in my mill deck. But the reason Hedron Crab is better is because Ruin Crab um, hits all players and it's a zero three or all enemies. And with Hedron Crab, you can pick target players so you can actually pick yourself. So I ran it in two decks. I ran it in my mill deck to make the other person draw, but I also ran it in a graveyard deck that I had that operates by pulling cards out of your own graveyard to bring back. So if I played Hedron Crab in my graveyard deck and on turn two I milled three and then I used that mana to draw from, I could have a 6-6 six, six creature out on turn two. There's, it's just so versatile, so it's so much better. Man. But if, if it's not dealt with, it can be devastating. Devastation. Devastation. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with Magic the Gathering. I, I, I mean, I got a deck and whatnot, but as far as like getting into like the nitty gritty of how to play, I haven't been able to get into that just yet. Uh, but yeah, I, I love that you can have like different play styles uh, of like. Oh god, yeah, it's it's just it's endless possibilities, which is part of the reason that Tyler and I kind of got out of it eventually because we were just putting all the monies into it. <laughs> That's true. Uh, the one that I want to talk about is I'm I'm doing a uh, Yu Gi Oh. Yeah. Uh, Groza, the Tyrant of Thunder. This dude looks pretty fucking dope. He's got a fucking cape on. He has like, think of like Hela from uh, like Thor Ragnarok. Like her fucking horns that she has when she puts them on. It's kind of like that. But he also kind of looks like if I had to nail down a a what this person look like. You know Zerg from Toy Story? Yep. That plus uh, Hela from Thor Ragnarok. That's kind of what this person looks like. That sounds uh, terrifying. <laughs> what a fucking cape. Looks fucking dope. <laughs> uh, he is a fiend, uh, has a synchro effect. But the cool thing about this card is, I mean, he has 2,800 uh, attack and defense. Cool thing is, uh, 
you can apply one of one of the following effects at the end of your turn. Uh, you can either have it not be destroyed by battle. You can have it. Uh, it can't be destroyed by your opponent's card effects, or your opponent cannot target this card with card effects at all. So, I mean, that just seems like it's a fucking tough card to me. But I, I yeah, no shit. I haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh in a very long time, so people are probably like, "That's actually a fucking shitty card." <laughs> 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 but it looks dope, and the effect that there seems interesting. So. Yeah, sounds pretty sweet. I always wanted to get into Yu-Gi-Oh, but I just never did. Yeah, I got into Yu-Gi-Oh more than anything, and that's probably what I'm going to gravitate more towards in, in collecting, uh, just because I, I love that that lore and whatnot. It's just, magic is, I feel like I'm behind the eight ball so much on it, because I never played it as a kid. It is something that you can pick up whenever you want. See how they do, they have... There's a standard rotation and there's a modern rotation. And modern rotation is you can legally use any card that's ever been released, I believe. I could be wrong. I haven't played in a while. There are probably certain cards that they ban because they're just so OP. But standard is a two-year cycle. So the lore, you can always read up on at any point and catch up on. But the cards themselves, like you're not, if you start playing today, you're not going to be $8,000 worth of cards behind whoever you're playing against if you play against anybody. I mean, because there's, they're limited to the last two years worth of release cards and standards. So I gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the last one that I want to talk about is Exo sister. Gibrine. Uh, she, she kind of reminds me of, of, uh, shit. Black Clover. What's the, what's the, the female character's name that always wants to, she basically wants to fuck, uh, wow. I can't think of any of these people's names. Oh, the um, water the main chick. Yeah, the water dragon chick. Yeah, God, I can't think of her name either. Uh, well, guys, for those out there that are aware of her and her name, <laughs> it looks like her, and she's carrying around like like a uh, a magic gun of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking looks dope. Uh, she is a warrior X Y Z effect. Uh, fourteen hundred attack, twenty eight hundred defense. Uh, it's a holographic card. So looks looks pretty fucking dope. That sounds pretty sweet. Noel. That's who we couldn't think oh, of as Noel. Yep, you're right. Ah, uh, all right. Let's see. The other one that I wanted to mention was actually a card that I used in the same mill deck, and it was probably my favorite magic card that I ever had. And it's not even worth that much. It's only worth like probably I don't know, just to take a blind guess seven or eight dollars at this point mm -hmm. but it's called jace memory adept it's a planeswalker and jace is the the lore character from the show um can't think of the name of the show but the one that just came out last year that we all watched wait what uh, the, the sh oh god was that that netflix series that we we burned through uh, it had like borderlands animation it was based off magic lore uh, Arcane? Yes, Arcane. It's Jace from Arcane, essentially. Well, not essentially, it is him. That's who the character is based off of. But he's a planeswalker, and the difference in a planeswalker and a creature is a planeswalker is a separate player. So imagine yourself as a player, and then you put your planeswalker next to you. He's kind of like a sidekick, if you will, Um, versus being a creature on the battlefield. 
so he can be targeted instead of you for face damage. So that's one one thing that benefits from having them to begin with, but they also have separate abilities. Instead of having mana costs for your lands that you have out to use their abilities, they have plus and minus markers. So this particular one has, he comes out onto the battlefield with four life points. He can plus one and go to five. You can draw a card and you can make a target player mill one. Uh, for no cost and no penalty, you can automatically make a player mill ten. And for minus seven, which you would have to plus one three turns, he can make any number of target players each draw 20 cards. So either drawing or milling still takes him out of the library. So he's very versatile, and that's kind of Jace's stitch. And any Planeswalker or creature card that came out with him, he was kind of like a logical thinker. And he dealt a lot of just mind fucks to people. So they kind of followed that same pattern with this card. But the real kicker is the way this deck was designed was to each turn, you're milling three, you're milling five, you're milling six, seven. So by the time turn five gets here, sometimes putting them out there and zeroing out to mill 10 will win the game. Mm -hmm. If it's a slow burn deck and I'm playing against somebody that puts cards back from their library or back from their graveyard into their library and you got to stretch it out, you could always plus one to mill 20. So there's just a lot of different ways you could do it, but it's kind of like Hedron Crab in the fact that he draws the attention away first to buy you more time because you can't just let him sit out there. He's too powerful and he'll just fuck you too fast for you to stop if you don't stop him. Fuck you too fast. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, man, both of those cards sound fucking fantastic. So you can have to send me pictures of them so I can look at them. Okay. Yeah, the artwork. I mean, I, I will if I can say anything for Magic: The Gathering, dude. They, there's really not bad artwork on any of them. It's no. they put so much time and money into that that they look phenomenal. But I'll I'll shoot them to you. All right. Well, moving on to our last segment, and that is weekly recommendations. Uh, what do you recommend to these fine people, sir? Um, I would be remiss if I didn't turn right around and recommend The Last Kingdom. I know I talked about it when we kicked off, but it was that good. I think if anybody who thinks they might be interested in it, wants to give it a watch, you definitely should, because you will probably love it. It's Game of Thrones, but better. I I mean, you sold me on that. <laughs> they didn't fuck up Game of Thrones. Okay. Right. Yeah, you got <laughs> me. <laughs> and it's Vikings. Okay. Yes. Yeah, 100% in. Uh, I'm actually going to recommend something, but you got to do it with a... Uh, it's got to be under certain circumstances that you do this, okay? So, I recommend Dragon Ball Evolution. And I, the the comment sections on everything is going to be blown up. You fucking recommend that goddamn movie? Okay, look. You need to be drunk. And you need to have friends. Yes. But you need circumstances, okay? Don't watch this on your own accord. Or by yourself. Get with some people that you fucking like. Make a drinking game out of it. Drink to every single time they say Dragon Ball. And you are going to be fucking hammered in that one and a half hour movie. Because they literally say Dragon Ball every other word. Or just join Patreon, because like I said earlier, we're going to make Matt do it again at some point. So <laughs> I don't know if my body can handle it. <laughs> no, I, was fucking, yeah, I couldn't fucking walk. <laughs> I woke up hungover and everything. It was, it was fucking bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Oh, it was fun, though. Yeah, it was. Or it was fun to listen to. I wish I could have been a part of it. So yeah, Dragon Ball Evolution, only if you are drunk and you're with friends. If you do not have either of those uh, scenarios together, then do not watch this movie. Do not recommend it. <laughs> Touche. 
Well, guys, that is going to be it from us. This is a uh, conclusion of episode 77. We appreciate y'all joining us. Uh, thank you, sir, for, for joining me in your early morning. Oh, of course, man. Thank you so much for having me. Had a blast. I'll, I'll blast you. I'm sure you will. <laughs> but guys, that's going to be it from us. Uh, we appreciate y'all supporting us. And uh, to all of our Patreon supporters, thank you. Thank you, sir, for supporting us. And uh, just by clicking on this episode, we appreciate y'all listening to us. So uh, we'll catch y'all next week on another episode. Laters. Have a good one. <laughs>